I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're gonna to be talking about my ex changed on me. You know, when we meet somebody and we start to get to know them, it gets really exciting. Mm -hmm. Oh, we have absolutely. All these chemicals released in our brain, yeah. we're excited, we start to imagine how our life is going to be with this new person, things are so great, you get along so well, there's a great chemistry, and sometimes it falls apart quick. Right. Sometimes you can be with that person for many years and they change. But a lot of times you realize that this person is not who you thought they were. Right. This happens a lot, especially in newer relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we just start to hang out with somebody. And one of the things that I think we do a lot is we just, we overlook the red flags. Yes. And we don't realize how something is really going to be significant. Right. Right? And one of the reasons for the hormones and the chemicals that flood us is so that we will ignore the red flags and propagate because <laughs> nature always wants more children. Exactly. Right? Um, but it's detrimental to be in a situation right. with somebody who isn't going to be a good partner for right. you. And so, you know, we'll completely overlook things that, you know, somebody will say something like, oh, well, you know, uh, I have multiple personalities, but I'm, I'm on medication for that now. So you're like, oh, oh well, how wonderful. many personalities could there be? Oh, she's on medication. <laughs> and then you don't realize, oh, wait, what? Yeah. What does that really mean? Because people aren't often going to sit us down right from the get-go and say, I have this very serious issue, and this is what it's going to... It was going to happen when that happens. Haven't I told you about the last time I was hospitalized for my bipolar disorder? Yeah, exactly. When I painted the side of a building for Easter with eggs on it? Yeah, so we don't realize the impact it's really going to have on our relationship. Um, that happens a lot. And I have a good email today that I wanted to share um, where somebody was going through something where they're starting to realize things are going on with their partner, okay? So... They're both in their late 30s, and she said, we have been dating since last summer for about three months. Now, there's that early romance where the person looks great and fun yep. and exciting, yep. and those can be really painful. In fact, those can be more painful than somebody you've been dating with because for a year. Because it's so magical. Yes. It's like it couldn't happen on this planet. It's so magical. And I dated a girl one time that I was dating for about three months, and it was so magical. Yeah. And then, poof, the rug got ripped right out from under me, yeah. and I was devastated over it. And I'm like, why? 
Well, because I had put so much meaning towards right. what I thought was going to happen and who I thought she was going to be in my life. you never felt like that before. You never felt that close to anybody before. Yeah. So, this is what she says. He is very sweet and seemed almost shy in the beginning. As time went on, I just sensed something seemed off. So right there makes me think, okay, she's probably anxious because she's very attuned. Tuned into mm -hmm. him, yeah. I would always have a great, uh, I would always have a great together, I guess time together, and we would always see one another about three times a week, but the communication in between would almost make me feel as if he wasn't interested. And that makes her look more anxious oh, more there. more anxious, right. Because you're seeing him three times a week. If you're an adult seeing another adult three times a week, that's a lot. I was going to say, yeah, that's pretty heavy duty. Yeah, when yeah. you have responsibilities yeah. in life. And, and you both have jobs and mm -hmm. so forth, yeah. Yeah, so that's quite often. But the fact that maybe he wasn't communicating on the in days between. where he didn't see her yeah. and she was getting upset tells you right. anxious attachment style. Yeah. Then, one afternoon, out of the blue... He went into a full-on rage, oh my. throwing me out of his house and threatened to call the cops. The cops? Yes. Now, we had done an email coaching. This is from an email coaching, but then afterwards, we wound up doing a Skype call. So I was able to get a little bit more information about okay. the situation, but we'll get back to that. I left, and the next morning, he wanted... To get together and acted like nothing happened. Don't you love it? Yeah. I have met his family, parents, and kids. Fast forward to three weeks ago, we were out drinking at an event, having a nice time. When we got home, I got annoyed at something he said and went to bed. Next morning, he refused to talk for hours and finally came around and we had sex. In the afternoon, we got together to go grab lunch, and then suddenly he said, I wasn't having a good time, meaning her, and she says, I didn't say a word, but they drove back to the house, and he says to her, my feelings have changed, and things moved on too fast, and broke up with her, okay? Mm -hmm. So she's shocked, right? Because she thinks we're having a good time. Yep. She doesn't realize anything's bothering him, and you don't seem like you're having a good time. Hmm. So, it gets odd. He walked inside and locked the door. That was the last time I saw him. I repeatedly have called and texted the last three weeks, and have only gotten three texts back about his feelings changed and to give him space. Yesterday was the final and last text back and said something about having doorbell security on his house. So she couldn't ring his doorbell? Well, it's almost implying, like, don't come to my doorbell because I know that you're going to be stalking. Right, right. And I know you're going to be stalking me. Yeah, he was a little paranoid, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. And, and my doorbell security is going to get you on camera. But it means a really bizarre thing to say. I will, of course, not go to his house, and I guess I need to respect his words and just move on. Yeah. We just planned a trip a few days prior to all of this. I just don't understand. I know this is a leap, but I do believe he may have some sort of high-functioning personality disorder, 
and I totally think I'm codependent. I guess my question is, what can I do? I care very much for this man. It's like I never existed. I have been erased completely. In fact, he seems scared of me. Mm -hmm. It's like I fill him with hate and disgust. You know, Margaret, the thing that was so hard for her in this situation is how quickly everything unraveled. I know, and that's so difficult, particularly if you're anxious. And of course, we're always pointing out that if it moves too fast in the beginning, this is more likely to happen because you reveal more than you should have in a short period of time. Yeah. However, this goes far beyond the average. Yeah, there was some really unusual behavior. Um, the way he went into the rage out of nowhere when she told me the story. That's always a red flag. Was, yeah. Um, they weren't in a fight or anything, and then, you know, acting like he was scared of her. and Well, then acting like he didn't remember the rage the next day. Yeah. And then the doorbell, you know, saying, well, I have this. That, that was, she said to him, like, how are you doing? Just tell me what's going on. And instead of replying, he says, I have a security doorbell. Like, that was his response. Yeah. Nothing about. Terrified. Yeah. So it was very odd. And like she said, they had just planned a trip a few days to all of this happening. So it was like this guy that she thought was great and funny and they had a good chemistry and had a good time and they had aligned a values. All of a sudden, he it's like he doesn't even exist anymore. Right. right. And that is really hard. And you again wonder if he remembers planning the trip. Or what happened to him mm -hmm. in between. Something pretty dramatic. Yeah. And she feels like this is her fault. Oh, God. You know? Did like, she say that? Well, she didn't say it here, but we did the, the Skype together. So right. I know she felt like, you know, what did I, you know, did I do something? What was going on? You know, she's trying to figure it out. Yes. And remember that anxious kids are often try to figure out what they did to make mom not respond to them one day. So it's, it's no, almost normal for her to be doing that. But no matter what she did, it would not account for his behavior. I'm concerned about his behavior. Yeah. Anyone who has rages that come out of the blue and that you can't account for, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it's obviously struggling with something pretty major. Mm -hmm. Then he sounded almost paranoid. He was kind of hiding in the corner and thought she was going to come and ring his doorbell. Yeah. So whatever's going on with him, it's quite serious. And she could not in three months have done anything to make this happen. No, I agree. It's, or in three years either. Yeah, it's very concerning. Um, you know, and you know, she said something in the email. She said, it's like I never existed. I have been com erased completely. And I asked her, has anyone else ever made you feel like that? And I'm wondering if her parents made her feel like that. Invisible. Not there. Yeah, yeah no longer there. Exactly. You're there. You're a person. You're here. You have a right to live your life. And you can't live it around this guy. Yeah. And there's also no way for her to be helpful to him. He won't talk with her. And I think given the level of his being scared of her, she should really not attempt to contact him. What, what are your thoughts? I don't that? think so either. No. I, I, I have concerns about this guy's behavior. Yeah. And, um, you know... <sighs> it doesn't sound to me like he's mentally okay. No. No. No, it's concerning. Um, the way she had even described the incidents were concerning mm -hmm. when we talked. And, um, you know, unfortunately... 
this guy who was so sweet and funny and kind in the right. beginning and that, but changed maybe, And that so may much. be his normal self, but something major got in the way of that. Yep. Yeah. And so. if he wants to see her again, um, and she's willing, I would strongly encourage her to see him first in a public place. Yes, and take it slow because you really got to remember that when you got into this situation, you didn't see that he was doing any of these no. bizarre behaviors. No. Now that you know what he can do, you got to be careful. Right. But I do know that she is going to do a Skype with you. Oh, good. She's, she but may have already chosen a time. These are serious symptoms. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm glad. All right. So, but many of you are dealing with situations where somebody appeared to be one way after four months, six months, a year, sometimes after 20 years. Oh, yeah. People will completely change. Right. And it's not easy because... That person that you were so in love with or so attached to just doesn't even seem like they exist anymore. Right. Yes. And there's something about existing in there because kids can feel like their parents treat them as if they don't exist. Uh, and you picked up that when yeah. you were talking with her. Yeah. Good for you. Um, yeah, and it sounds like that's just how she feels. But in, in three months, I, I hope I don't sound cynical, in three months, she didn't love him enough to try to fix this. She couldn't have. And she doesn't know what she's dealing with yet. No. No. you got to realize that all of this, he, the things that he has done yeah. could happen again. Yeah. And of course, because she's caring, she's going to want to help him. Yeah. There is nothing she can do until unless he contacts her. Yeah. So, uh, very difficult situation, but... Um, Common, I think, in a lot of ways. Yes, common, but it's so important for her not to beat herself up. No, this wasn't her fault. No, absolutely not. E even though she, you know, was kind of repeatedly badgering him afterwards with the phone and the mm -hmm. texting and stuff like that, I don't think it was going to make a difference in how this situation played out. No, and if that triggered him, then it scares me even more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tough situation. Very difficult. Okay, if you want to get our help personally with your situation, just go to my website, askcraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret is available for Skype coaching. If you feel that I can be helpful to you, please sign up with me. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. That's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.